So, just like what Kurt Angle used to bash Sting's head in, we're back. Damn it! Okay. <laughs> Fuck! God damn it. So close, and yet so far. Regardless, we have returned mm-hmm. with another thrilling and exciting episode of What Are We Even Doing? I am your host, Christian Rosa, a.k.a. Tom, the last survivor of the Donner Party. <laughs> Being joined, as always, by... Uh, Damien Deschain, otherwise known as uh, uh, Braden, otherwise known as the first survivor of the Sokovia tragedy in the MCU. <laughs> Holy shit! This will never get old to me. I'm gonna. St- I, I gotta start thinking of him because I'm in. The- I'm on the spot because I forget about the bit until you do it. Oh yeah. So then I'm on the spot, I gotta think of something stupid real quick. Dude, so the... Okay. Like, every so often I'll get back into uh, Last Podcast on the left. Mm -hmm. The Donner Party episode is one of my all-time favorites, and the whole time I'm listening to it, I kept saying to myself, why is there not a movie about this? It is absolutely horrifying. (laughs) And then... Yeah, uh, I've heard of this thing. Basically, it's a lot... to, To summarize it, very succinctly, a lot of settlers traveling west in uh, like the 1800s mm-hmm. become yeah. stranded in the mountains and resort to cannibalism. I see, yeah. And it is unbelievably fucked up and unbelievably dark because this... I, I think the thing for me where I was like, oh god, was that this went on for weeks and months. Like this wasn't a, oh shit, we have to eat a person you know, to avoid death. This was a how long can we last until we run out of people type of thing. Like, it was... <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. Like, yeah. Um. Anyways. So, Tom, how high are you now? I mean... Honestly, not a whole lot. <laughs> but, uh, that gummy's going to hit me eventually, and I'm probably going to ask for something out of that pen. Um, okay. We well, got called out, like... I think, uh, earlier today... By Mr. Connor Hopkins? By Mr. Connor Hopkins. Please please do. Oh boy, he's trying to tell us that you are just loose on this last episode. You know what? That episode was fine. I listened to it. It was good. He's just all hot and bothered. See, I was worried because I haven't listened to the whole thing yet. So I was like, oh no, what did I say? You can kind of tell because there's a lot of rambling on it and there's a lot of like, (laughs) but like, I think he's just annoyed because we're talking about his precious TNA and we didn't get to it until, like... Dude, it, it's like 45 minutes into the episode well, before we even start talking about it. I know, but... I love Long Undercard. I do, too. I, I, I think... I like showing the people our personalities and then go into the... Re- I like I like having that different part of the thing. I agree. Now, quick question. I don't mean to put you on the spot here, but... We announced mm-hmm. via the social medias earlier this week... Yes. And you, very professionally, by the way, put in a little advertisement for this at the start of last week's episode. Yes. That we now have an email account where mm-hmm. you can send us fan mail, your complaints, your grievances, your praise, your songs, your limericks, your stories, your novellas, your tales. Your anecdotes. Your, your thoughts, your opinions, your pamphlets. Your, your step-by-step <laughs> processes. <laughs> Uh, do you have access to that? Have we gotten anything? Um, okay, hold on. I do have things. What's happening here? Where are my notifications? All inboxes. 
I have a lot of shit that doesn't fucking matter. Why do, I, cool. why do I have so many of these? Oh. oh idiot. 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 Okay, I see. No, I have one thing. <laughs> okay. I just failed to figure out what the app was doing. I was like, what? Anyway. Now, before we get to this one thing. Okay. Like that Finger Eleven song. Can we trade it all? Thank you. Uh, I would love to ring this opening bell because I actually think that the beverages tonight are going to be a source of conversation as well before we even get to the fan mail. Dark or light, dude? What? Dark, dark or light? Uh, I'm going to go with light. Okay. Let's, oh, let's get. Okay, to so it. hold on, hold on. Let's. What, you you got to give me a second here, brother. Don't even tell people what that is. You have to have that in a glass. Oh yeah. Do you have a glass? No. Give me a second. I'll get you one. Hang on. Two seconds. Oh my god, this is this is a, I I'm still supposed to not tell you people what it is. I think we're going to talk about it after the you know. Ow. Damn it. Um we're probably going to get some ASMR pouring in a glass too. So that'll be fun. ASMR. It'll be it'll be fizzing. Wow, All that's right. a nice glass. Thank you. Okay, so here you go. So before Dude, we... I just had a thought. Yeah. What if you played bartender, and you snapped this open and poured it, and I snapped open your can for the first time ever? I love it. Absolutely On the, on, love on it. the opening belt, we yep. open each other's cans. Absolutely. Here you go. Okay. So... This is gonna... This is so interesting. We've swapped styles. We've swapped cans. We're doing it all. <laughs> Pushing the envelope. And let's ring that bell. See... It's so... Holy shit. <laughs> it bubbled over a lot, didn't it? Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, folks... <laughs> I'm sure there's a box of Kleenexes in here. Basically... You don't want to... You don't want to bother with going out the door again, or what? What's yeah, I may on? have to. So, basically, <laughs> what's happened here... This is a more chaotic episode than the last one. Fuck you, Connor. Basically, what has happened here is... Uh, Brayden has purchased a Nitro Pepsi. Mm-hmm. Now, have you tried this yet? I have. Oh, thank you. Meg is a the best, yeah. Um, so you've had you're the Nitro clean, Pepsi. You're, you're going to want to clean this laminate. It's not. Yeah, I know. It's not waterproof, just water resistant. Sorry, I keep cutting you off. No, you're fine. Just, so you've had the Nitro Pepsi. Yeah. Now this is the vanilla. Have you had this? Yes, I have. Okay. I'm a big Pepsi Nitro guy. So I tried this recently for the first time. Tell and me I... more about the vanilla. <laughs> well, it's the opposite of chocolate. Mm-hmm. I hate you. It's, it, it's <laughs> often uh, what I was called. In, it was actually my nickname in high school. Do you want it? Pepsi I'm, I'm, Nitro? No, no, just vanilla. Got it. Would, I'm, I'm sure that if you wanted a sip, he would probably afford you a sip. Can I, you can be afforded a sip. Oh my god, we the, can't the, have the, the we people, cannot the have people are a silence that long. <laughs> like <laughs> it was not that long. What'd you think? I feel like it was That's so look at how cold. long that needs to be ice cold. Yeah. Okay. That, that is the go. longest pause you've had on this podcast? That's no. No, that's not, that's not the longest one, but we I, I hate having them that long. You a fan though? It will be okay. It tastes like um like a root beer float, almost. Oh, okay. Mm. No. So the way I describe Pepsi Nitro to people is if PepsiCo 
woke up one day and went, what if we made Pepsi good? <laughs> and then they did that. Wait, so you're not a Pepsi... Are you Are are you a Pepsi guy or are you no. not? No. Okay, no. Are you, do you prefer Coca-Cola? Pe- Pepsi out of a fountain, uh, like a restaurant, like in a cup of that. Like, I can do yeah. that. That's okay. Cool. It, All right. If I say Coke, do you have... We have Pepsi. Like, that. okay, fine. I've never in... I don't think I've ever in my life, by the way, met someone who didn't accept whatever was offered there. Going yeah. in either direction. I've never seen someone who was just like, no. That's true. A glass of piss, please. Like, Jesus. <laughs> so, um... I am. Uh, Let's get this back on the rails. Okay, we've so... Been, we just got way off the rails. Okay, but I gotta talk about what I got here in this can. Yes. And we're, we're gonna have some more soda talk. And then we're gonna get to this fucking email account. So guys, what I got here, this is a, a natural light. This is a Natter Day. Now, for those of you who don't know, I'm a fan of the original Natter Day. I have a goal that someday I'm going to drink 30 of them in the course of a day. Oh my god. I've, I've, you, it, it can't be any day. It has to be a Saturday. That's actually true, legally. Otherwise, I could be arrested. Yeah. I've come close. I've seen the horizon on this. I've gotten 24. Oh my but, but god. But then I thought, I have to take a nap and I think my kidneys are failing. So, you can't do that. <laughs> you can't do that. But what I have Unless here... You start at 8 a.m. <laughs> don't you fucking question me. Um... But what I have here is this new, new, new Natterday. This is pineapple lemonade. Okay. Now, I have not tried this yet. What? Finish the description. Oh, I'm sorry. It is actually called... I'm sorry, not called. It's on the can. For those who like pineapple lemonade and drinking beer. <laughs> Which... I don't like drinking pineapple lemonade. I like pineapple lemonade, but I like drinking beer. So you telling me it also kind of implies the existence of an eating beer. <laughs> but show him the can because it in it's the pineapple lemonade drinking beer. Yeah, are the wow. largest part of that sentence. <laughs> that is really weird. All right, Connor would probably hate that can. Let's see how this is. We're taste testing on here now. This is so new, guys. That's pretty fucking fantastic. <laughs> okay. I'm not gonna lie. All right, I love. I didn't go blind. I can. I can still see. A lot of pineapple here. Mm. But you know what? I. I think I'm. Yeah. Also, I. I got a twelve pack of these. It was nine dollars. Okay. This shit is cheaper than. Cheaper than water. (laughs) Holy lord! It's so uh, amazing. Um. So you want to look at that email now? Yes, it's actually. gonna be such a letdown. We've talked. Okay, we've teased the email, and then just like kept milking the tease. Oh and yeah, we built up we to also this one on email that we have. side tangents. Please write in, by it's, the way, guys. Please do. Um, we will read them on the show. Yeah. Um. But we've teased it for so long and built it up, and it's gonna be the most deflating thing ever. Oh man, it just says you because both it was suck, it was it? within the first five minutes of the Twitter being up. Oh okay, so it was Dakota who saw this tweet. Oh all right, immediately yes, and he writes in, "Take the dog to hell." <laughs> what? I don't know. Take the dog to hell. Take the dog to hell. I'm not. That's all lying. it says. It's not even punctuation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I read it as take the dog to hell. Or, as or you like, can read it as take, take the dog to hell. Take the to, dog to hell. Want to? Yeah, want to? Want, want to, want to, want to, want to take, take the dog to hell? Want to take the dog to hell? 
you, the way that you were saying it makes it sound like the dog is a mode of transport. Ah, you got to take the dog to hell. Like, <laughs> you know, you're, yeah, yeah, yeah. you're not taking a bus or train. Ah, right, go out there, you get on the dog. <laughs> take that to hell. So, uh... How do I how do I get the L's kitchen? Do I take the L? No, you take the dog. <laughs> you get to take the dog, not the L. You don't need your keys today. You take the dog to hell. <laughs> I hate how much like content this gave us. Just I know. Then. Guys, imagine what we could do with your real emails <laughs> you would send us to have something pertinent. Yeah. Amazing. Hmm. See, that was actually good advertising for the emails. I think so too. Uh, I think we should work on subliminal messaging. I'll oh, talk to you about that later. Yes, um, absolutely. So. <laughs> now that nitro vanilla Pepsi, how's that treating you? Mm. Un- unbelievable. I okay. Uh, I tried it. I've only tried it once, and I was literally in the car when this happened. Right, so I'm in the car, and I look at the can, and it says "best if poured," which is why I was yeah, insisting yeah, 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 on getting yeah. you a glass. I'm in my fucking car on. It was actually on the on my way to the last journey show, and I was like, "Huh, what do I do?" Well, fortunately, I had a tumbler that I'd been having just ice water in. Sorry, literally, while going down the interstate, dumped that shit out, poured this in my lap Amazing. into the tumbler, and then tried it. I really enjoyed it. The only complaint I've heard is people are like, "Oh, it just tastes like flat soda." I'm like. Yes, and I not, can. I wouldn't say that, but I can understand how. I can you understand see that. how yeah. someone would see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I can understand that one. Folks, take the dog to hell. Mm. Oh yeah, the subject is folks. By the way. Oh, I love that. I forgot about folks. that. Folks, <laughs> take the dog to. Hell. Uh, <laughs> God damn it. Um. Now you mentioned before we started recording that you have a pretty sizable undercard. Uh yeah, I mean undercard in the. F- sense of I have things to talk about and and not very much wrestling that okay, I've seen. So like let's let's bull rush through the wrestling part because I think I know some of the other things. Okay. And I, I, I can weigh in on them. Okay. There's gonna be some meat on that bone, if you will. Okay. What wrestling have you watched recently? I started No Mercy O four. Okay. And then I was like, it is two in the morning. I can't anymore. So Oddly. I went to bed. I don't remember any of it. From, now I had to think show. about it. Oddly, I own. I remember this pay per view because I bought the DVD mm. for one match, and that was Billy Kidman versus Paul London is on that card, and it absolutely okay. rules. And the crowd is just not that into it, though. Like they they pop for the cool stuff. Don't get me wrong, and it's wall to wall a great fucking match. Okay, but I remember I bought it. Specifically for that, that would have been in the midst of JBL's title run. That proves that the undercard is a draw, dude. Absolutely. Uh, anything else, or I don't remember besides the shows. Okay, so let me get this out of the way. We do these two in one sitting. Yeah. I watched both of the things today. Oh wow. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So I haven't watched anything recently like in wrestling wise yeah I I haven't watched that much wrestling recently like honestly watching the stuff to cover for this podcast is like not a chore but like I do have to dedicate time to it especially because like specifically like this week I have been working an unholy amount of hours I narrowly dodged a bullet of having to put in an extra like five hours today um so it's basically like like my schedule is so tight right now that my uh, workout tomorrow uh, I, I don't know if I've talked to you about this. A ruck 
is basically weighted walking. So like you mm. can, you just carry weights and you can walk, jog, move at your own pace, whatever. So, like the proper way to do it is you put weights into a backpack, and they actually make like official like ruck backpacks and ruck weights or whatever. But you can literally just put something heavy in a backpack and just walk or jog or hike or whatever. I've done it a couple of times and I do enjoy it. I'm so pressed for time that my workout tomorrow is I'm going to put on a backpack with 50 pounds of weight in it and mow my yard so that I can do two things simultaneously. I love that though. I, I think it's brilliant, honestly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Honestly, end. you're kind of kind of the most innovative person that there's ever been. Yeah. Uh, I hope the rucking community kowtows <laughs> to me anytime. Uh, mm. 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 You know something that, good? That, that pineapple is... You know something's good when yeah. someone takes a drink out of it and they go, mm, yeah. while they're drinking? We've both done that today. Like, that's very good in this current situation. If mm-hmm. I'm outside on a hot day, hachi machi. That, I'm going to fucking <laughs> saw through these things. I'm going to be on my ass. Uh, so we've got some stuff to talk about, though, that we have watched, right? That is not wrestling. Is that where we're going now? We can do that. Yeah, I mean, or do I don't, you have I don't, more? Oh yeah, we can do that here too, dude. There's so many things I have to get that I want to get to, but I can also kind of put some of those on the next sure episode. I just kept writing things because I know that the when we do these episodes that are a shorter thing, mm-hmm. we usually end up with a much shorter episode, and right. that's not fair to the people. The people. So we want to load the front half. So Absolutely. I kept writing all these things down. Also, but we, we have not, we have not even. Mentioned or hinted at what we're covering today. That happens every episode. Tom. I know That's it regular. Does, but let's thing, just though. keep that ball rolling right I now. I love it. Yeah. Uh, um, but basically, I'm going to put some of these on the next episode. Sure. Because we can't do all of them and still have. I'm rambling about. We don't have. Okay. Anyway, go ahead. So, <laughs> I just want to throw this out here. You and me went to the movies last week yes. together. Which yes. Is always a fun time. Mm-hmm. Saw, Doctor Strange. In 3D, while elevated, dude. dude. <laughs> There's so much. Like, I was. We, we're gonna get to the my movie. mind. Same. We're At gonna, the trailers. We're gonna get to the movie. That's the first thing I want to talk about. Okay. Because I feel like if you're an entertainment person, this is an important thing to talk about. Whether, regardless of what you feel about the first one or this one, we saw the trailer for Avatar 2. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In 3D, while stoned out of our gourds. It looks incredible. It's it, it looks it, it, I almost I felt like I could touch it. Like I'm I'm embarrassed of how excited I am to see this movie. Yeah, now so I much. want I want to see it in the same situation. Same, I want yeah, yeah, yeah. Give dude, let's go to fucking Peoria and see it in IMAX. Oh. 3D IMAX just, just. On, on a fucking mountaintop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like what could, amazing. What, like that I don't know. Go ahead. Have your your thoughts on that trailer, I guess, like I have so many other thoughts about other trailers too. Like cuz we, we well, Let's start with this one we'll, and we'll go to the other ones, yeah. So the Avatar one just beautiful. And it's so it's so long of just music and visuals. Yeah. With a few what how much There's there's maybe barely... two or three sentences spoken at the end of it. Yeah. If that, like, it's not much at all. Only one character speaks. Yeah. It's just a beautiful It It just thing. looks gorgeous it's visually. Amazing. Like, yeah, yeah. And here's the thing. I don't know that that movie's going to be, like, a good movie. I, I don't know. I don't think that the first one is especially 
great. I don't think it's I as bad it as, as a lot of people give it out to, huh? I liked it as a kid. Sure. I haven't revisited sure. it in, uh, in, in years. A big part of why it was so successful is because uh, it's... <laughs> this is true, by the way. Because uh, they talked about it when the when it came out because it was like the biggest movie, right? Um, you don't have to speak English to watch that movie and understand it. Mm-hmm. So, like, it is a smash hit... Uh, excuse me, overseas. Yeah. And the more I thought about it, it was more like, oh my god, yeah, there's, there's no pop culture references... There's because it's in the future. There's no, there's nothing timely. There's nothing American, specifically okay. in it. Outside of like that, the main characters are you know white people, I guess. But like, yeah, you could be somebody who, in theory, you could watch that movie on mute, and you could understand and follow what was happening. Yeah, and that's a big part of why it was so successful. And I was like, that's. Very fucking interesting to me, and it makes me wonder what they're going to do with this next one. Because now you've established that, but that means that now it's established, but you you can do anything. Yeah. But I, for me, it's going to be sold on the visuals alone. Honestly, like, uh, yeah, it, that's the best CGI I think I've ever seen. Definitely. And we've easily we've easily. made some huge strides in that field. In honestly, man, not a lot of time, like. Dude, that shot of the dude touching the whale's fin and it, in it's like it, yeah, it in there, that this, was in, the most effective three D shot in that whole thing for me. Also, I think you've talked about on the show that like water is the hardest thing to animate. It's one of the hardest things, yes. It, yeah, one of the. It seems like almost the entire movie is either in or around mm-hmm. oceans. It's. Do you know? What the actual hardest thing to animate is? Hair. Human face. Oh, okay, yeah, I can absolutely see that. Especially motion and lips. Hmm, interesting. Uh, Have you seen the trailer for the Chip and Dale's Rescue Rangers movie? No. It looks fantastic. And uh, maybe I did. they I they know. reference that it's it seems like it's set up in the same world of Roger Rabbit mm, because okay. they're oh yeah, they're, yeah, 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 yeah 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 but they they they're talking to some strangely animated character voiced by Seth Rogen, and they mm. literally say, oh, he's from that era of animation where the people looked realistic, but just not quite. And he's, like, <laughs> looking above them, and he's like, I'm making direct eye contact with you. And they're like, you're not making eye contact with anyone. <laughs> um, anyways, next trailer. Uh, Go on. Dude, this Top Gun thing. What are we doing, man? As I was watching it, I was like, Check, check, <laughs> check, check. Yep, not a single original idea here. No, none. Like, t- okay. And then, it, okay, so it got to the point, it was like halfway through. Right. Where I was like, oh my god, nothing, nothing is original here. No! And then there was the scene where, my father trusted you. I'm not going to make the same mistake. And I was like, Dude, you've gone further! It honestly seems like, you know those things where they'll put like, information into a bot and it just spits out like a script or a scene. Yeah. It seems like that happened. happened. And then they were like, let's just make that movie. Dude. And then, after that, there was like a montage of like quick rapid fire scenes or whatever. They had the party scene. Oh yeah. They had the fight scene where like the two main characters finally... Uh I'm like, dude! You've done nothing original. Literal dialogue in that trailer. We're already the best there is. Who's going to teach us anything? 
That is a line. Yeah. <laughs> like, also, I want. I'm gonna go back even further, dude. D- okay, hold on, hold on. You first. Go ahead. Do you remember that pa- that line in the um, trailer where it was like something, 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 aka Iceman? Yeah. What? Well, I mean, that's that is from the original. Like they did all have their their fucking nicknames: Goose, Maverick. I know, but like, I don't know why you just, would introduce why would somebody you, like that. Yeah, that's yeah. it. Made it. <laughs> It just, it sounded so stupid. I've always hated when they do that in movies where they have, where they're introducing the ragtag group of guys and they have to have, they, they all have nicknames, right? Yeah. But yeah. here's the thing. Just introduce them by that nickname and you don't have to like explain it any further. So like a couple of years ago when The Predator came out mm-hmm. and I was very excited for it and then it wasn't very good. Okay. There's a scene where these guys are all on a bus and it's like. Uh, oh yeah, we call that guy Laughing Man because he tells jokes all the time. I'm like, you don't have to do, you don't have to do that. Like, y- you can just say, yeah, we call him Giggler or whatever the fuck his stupid fucking <laughs> Giggler nickname was, Giggler. and then just let me figure out why you call him that. You know what I mean? Like, I don't. Also, yeah. I'm in an R-rated movie. You don't. I I have to be an adult in theory to get in. <laughs> like, yeah. Uh, this fucking Top Gun thing, though. Here's the thing I want to bitch about with it. The original one came out when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. Hugely successful. A lot of people really liked it. I remember watching it as a kid, not in the theaters or whatever. Like it would have been however long after it came out on like VHS or something. And I was just kind of like, eh, like that's it. Like I've seen that movie maybe twice in my adult life, and I've never understood why it was as successful as it was. But I think it's just because Tom Cruise was in it, and Tom Cruise is a star. Like yeah. he's. You can sell a movie at this point based on Tom Cruise being in it. Yeah. Even though he has had several flops that for some reason we just don't talk about. Yeah. I tried watching Oblivion like a month ago. Nobody even knows what this movie is. It's a fucking space movie starring Tom Cruise. Came out like <laughs> four or five years ago. No one saw it. <laughs> I tried watching it and I was like, this is really fucking boring. I've never finished it. It's one of the only movies I've ever started that I haven't finished. I love it. But I've like, never finished it. No, <laughs> and it's for free. It's on HBO. <laughs> like, um, but yeah, like this, I'm like, okay, that first movie was a success 30 years ago. Who has been clamoring this long for a fucking Top Gun sequel? Where, what fan? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. if I go on Facebook, could I find Top Gun fan page? Yeah. Where all they do is just talk about like how bad they want this sequel. There's a fan page for it. I'm sure that everything. there is, but what I'm saying is how many people are in it? About and how many 63. people are <laughs> and, and are they all gonna just flock to the theaters to buy this buy a ticket for this? Like what? probably. This shit fucking bums me out and depresses and angers me because I'm like, this is a this, that's gonna end up being a hundred and sixty million dollar movie. Mm-hmm. Imagine what any person in America could do with $160 million. <laughs> like, yeah. you could change lives forever, for generations. But instead, we're going to do this fucking bullshit vanity project, and no one's going to go see it. Damn. Sorry, I get hot no, about I, shit I, like I, that. I love it, though. I love it. Like, also, dude, whenever, he, whenever he says in the trailer, where you're going into combat like no one's ever seen, explain how. And then he says, not even you, Maverick. Right. Or, or what, something like that. Not even me. Like, what? It, Not even the best pilot that this world's ever seen. But what I'm saying is, what's on the other... What is this combat? Does Russia have flying squids now? Like, what the fuck is That's the... the po- yeah, yeah, exactly. 
Because I'll, t- I'll tell you what, if there's flying squids, now I'm back on board. Okay, okay. You, you yeah, give me yeah. some fucking absolutely... I need jets piloted by bears. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's even better, dude. <coughs> oh. Uh, Giant cycloptopuses. Oh. We're going to get to that's the cycloptopus. Yeah. That's that's a little teaser. Foreshadowing, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't remember any other... Oh, uh, Bullet Train. That looks good. I want to see that very that, badly. Yeah. That trailer was just so dope and, like, yeah. And Brad Pitt fucking rules. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'll take Brad Pitt over Tom Cruise. Yeah, I fucking said it. Come at me, America. <laughs> Tom Cruise does not age. Brad Pitt ages the best. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. The best. Jesus. Now what? It's the return of me hating my job. Okay. <laughs> I had this phone in order today. Let me even remember. Let me see if I can... Yeah. Okay. I get a call on the phone. I'm like, God damn it. So I answer it. And it's the other dude in, like, building materials. He's like, hey, I got a transfer call. I'm like, okay. Okay. And he transfers me over. Hey, um, I have this uh, estimate for all this stuff that I need, um, and I want to buy it today. I'm like, okay. Give me a sec. I know at this point I'm like, okay, it's a phone in order. I'm like, God damn it. So I go to the desk, I'm like, okay, do you have, like, the SKU numbers for, like, the stuff that you have? And he gives me the order number. He's like, the order number is, uh, I don't even remember what it was. I'm like, sir, I can't look that up unless you've paid for it, and it's just an estimate. So you didn't pay for it. <laughs> so do you have the SKU numbers? And he's, and he's like, where would I find those? On... In the, the middle of on the, the page. Thing. Like, they should be in the middle of the page. He's like, well, I I have these numbers here. Is it 711-7008? Yep, that's the one sure I need. Is. That's the one I need. And then I enter all the numbers and all the quantities there. And then I get the phone number, and uh, I get uh, to the point where I'm trying to ed- enter his credit card. It might be plugged. Hmm. That happens. You have to just suck really hard. Mm, okay. But I'll come back to that. I'll unplug it. Hold on. Um, Thanks. Just l- interrupted my story. No, I'm kidding. Um, so I enter. I go to enter his credit card information. I'm like, what's your num- credit card number or whatever? Or what type of credit card is it? And he's like, uh, it's going to be for the some foundation. Thing. Uh, like, okay. I have no way right. to enter this. Right. I have a my form here says like a credit card, so I I can't do this. Like people and, do this by the way at like every job. They they feel like they are the only customer and everything that they say and do is so like unique and memorable that you would be like, "Oh, you're with the foundation." Mhm. You're with the Susan Foundation. Great. You're with the Costanza Foundation. Awesome. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You're with the Kramer Foundation. I love it. I You're lo- with the Bennis yeah, yeah, Foundation. Yeah. You're with the Jerry Foundation. What's the deal with all these foundations? <laughs> I mean, come on! <coughs> anyway... Foundation uh, now! <laughs> the Heart Foundation! <laughs> um, so it's not even over. <laughs> so I have to basically be like, you're going to have to call back in like 20 minutes when my manager is back from break, so... He can help you deal with this because I don't know mm. what to do here. Um, but I I missed a thing. 
this is great. So before I go to enter the credit card information, I'm like, oh, is that everything you need in your order? He's like, yep. I'm like, okay, great. And then he's like, can I get a subtotal on that? Motherfucker, you <laughs> are holding the estimate. It's in your that fucking hand. That is what hand. you gave me the numbers for what the thing is. You're holding the estimate. <laughs> Dude. Okay. I had one happen today. Okay. Um, I'm going to tell you this, and as I tell you this, do me a favor and, and run some Drano through that or whatever you got to do. Because as soon as I'm done bitching about this, I'm going to go get me another one of these pineapple delights. Okay. I am at the point now where I don't hate my job. Okay. I hate the people at my job. I hate my coworkers. I hate the customers. Mm. If I had a way where I could just not... I, I'm so tempted to buy some sort of a helmet mm-hmm. and claim that I have like a hearing thing. Yeah, yeah. You, you have to communicate me through grunts and exa- communicate to me through grunts and exaggerated gestures in the written word. Otherwise, I can't deal with you. Okay. But today, I almost one I I did aggressively hang up on someone's mother, and two I don't feel bad about it. This fucking kid at my job is as useless as a screen door on a fucking submarine. Like, there is no point to him being there, okay? Two days ago, he... This is after I had already left and gone home. I find out, oh yeah, well his car broke down, so he left and went home. And I'm like, okay, well you're a delivery driver, like, that sucks. You know, I've had my car break down at work. I, I can... Okay. Fine. Today... I wonder if that kid's going to come into work. Now, keep in mind, it's been two days. Now, does that mean that his car is fixed? In all honesty, probably not. And I I don't expect that. But you have had two days to find a solution to this upcoming problem. About an hour and ten minutes before he's supposed to be there, phone rings and I answer it. This guy, this fucking guy, hit us with the buff bagwell. What? His mom calls I answer the phone or whatever, give her the spiel, like, you know, how can I help you? She goes, oh, yeah, I'm so-and-so's mom. Um, I'm just calling to tell you that his car's still in the shop. And I go, okay. And? And she goes, well, I know that he works for you guys, and his car broke down and it's still in the shop. And I go, okay, so is he going to borrow someone else's car for the evening, or has he called somebody to cover his shift? And she goes, well, I don't know. And I just go, cool, and hung up. I was furious. God. I wanted to just be like, what? You have failed as a mother. You know what <laughs> oh I mean? My like, like yeah, yeah, raise, yeah. raise a fucking adult. Yeah. Also, raise a man. Raise a... This, this is my borderline toxic masculinity thing here. You can call into work on your own fucking accord, dude. Yeah. Like... Dude. Dude. Brother. Like, just say your car fucking took a shit... And somebody can... I'll be like, hey, here's a list of people who are off work today. See if one of them can come in for you. Mm-hmm. Borrow a car. Yeah. I like. I refuse to believe that in America, specifically in the Midwest, that a person doesn't have anyone in their sphere of influence where they can't say, hey man, can I borrow your car tonight on a Thursday evening for five or six hours? I, I assure you, you can find someone. Your parents, family member, a friend. Yeah. Uh, Enterprise. You know, like, just imagine. Or, I mean, I I don't know. I was just fucking astounded by that. Yeah. All right. So, get chatting about this next thing, and then I'm gonna 
I gotta we, grab me a can. We have to before I do have two more things after this thing. Okay. So and three, and they're two, really they're really quick. Okay. But this not 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 the first one. This one's gonna be a long one because we teased it and we said we were gonna talk about it and then I forgot about it. But I'm going back to it. That was confusing. Doctor Strange. We saw Doctor Strange. Now, before you click off, we're not going to talk about spoilers, because we know it's still a new thing. We oh, might, so we're not yeah. talking spoilers? Well, do you want to? I feel, because this is going to come out in another week, and we saw it last week. Okay. So that's two weeks in the theaters, which means in this day and age, it'll be streaming in about four minutes. Mm-hmm. How about this? Spoiler warning. Okay, okay. If you don't want Doc Strange 2 spoiled for you, stop listening right now, skip ahead an indiscriminate amount of time until you hear us talking about some wrestling. Okay. Okay. Spoiler warning. Because it's just easier to talk about it with the spoilers. Yeah, you're right. So, we've already discussed... Jesus. We've already discussed alone Mm -hmm. what we individually... think about it who would you like to start what your thoughts i loved it dude i i loved it it's it's i'm not gonna it it is so high on my list of mcu movies honestly for me i i could go on and on about this for a long time and and get into the details i love that it was tonally different from completely pretty much all of them honestly like i'd be hard-pressed to think of one that was close to um I had forgotten going into it, even before getting messed up, that it was a Sam Raimi movie. Yeah, and, I didn't ever know that. And I, I feel like I said something to you, or maybe I just thought it really hard. Where I was like, about twenty-ish minutes in, maybe I was like, "Man, whoever did this is stealing." Because Sam Raimi has his tropes yeah. as a director. You see him in all of his things. Yeah, and there was a something in the about the first twenty minutes. Where I was like. Man, they're just really kind of ripping off Evil Dead and like the quick and the, like wow, this seems like a Sam Raimi movie. Yeah. And so yeah. then for about the next couple minutes in the back of my mind, it's like, oh yeah, well Sam Raimi did those first couple Spider Mans, maybe they're you know something. Yeah. Yeah. And then at about the thirty maybe forty minute mark, I remembered and I was like, oh, this is a Sam Raimi movie. Now this all makes sense. Yeah, like yeah, the yeah. the shots where the camera's going down a hallway, but it's twisting and turning. All of the zoom ins on people's faces. The the ghouls. The the. I, to me, this is a horror movie. It, it is a it's it's a PG thirteen horror movie with a coat of superhero paint on top of it. It's so good and so unique, so different, and it's violent and it is y- yes. dark. Like she yes. It's, like it's about as dark as a PG thirteen movie trying to appeal to the masses can be. Yeah. Like to me, you always kind of have to judge on. Yeah. Who, who is this for? <laughs> you know, yeah, like, yeah. That's one of our favorite questions. Absolutely. But not our number one favorite question. New. Because we know our number one favorite question. Clearly. What are we even <laughs> doing? <laughs> uh, no, I I loved it. Uh, it's to me. I, I was largely indifferent to the first Doctor Strange. I thought that there was some cool stuff in it, but it just kind of was like there for me. You know what's pretty funny? I've never seen it. <laughs> I can't. I don't know why. There, there was there's stuff in it that I like, but honestly, I remember I walked out of that theater and I was like, if you watched the first Iron Man movie, right, mm-hmm. and you replaced all of the words like science and technology with the words magic and the mystic arts, it was almost like beat for beat the same movie. Okay. And 
that kind of just that's kind of eh, you know, and like I didn't have any knowledge or connection to that character before those movies, so I was just kind of like, yeah, it was fine. This is a hundred times better. <laughs> yeah, dude, I just God the visuals. Mm. It is seeing it in three D is, is especially great. Yeah. Yes, I've seen it a second time since then. Did you see it a second time in three D as well, or just standard? Unfortunately, it was not in three D. So, you said unfortunately. So I assume that that did affect the viewing experience. No, or? no, not the viewing experience. Um, it would just have been better. Like, sure, you know, like, like it's not a bad movie. Yeah, it didn't. Right. It, it didn't make it bad. I still thoroughly enjoyed the movie. Yeah. Um, but uh, some of the shots with Scarlet Witch, so Sam Raimi just panning across her face with like a red background. Anytime yeah. they would like zoom in on her eyes and shit, like uh, when when she's chasing them through the under under the river thing, yeah. And there's that like sl- that quick zoom in, and she's like, yeah, twitching and shit. God, it looks so fucking cool. Somebody, I saw somebody describe it as this is just Evil Dead Four with a Marvel co- like twist on it or, yeah. or or presentation behind it. And I was like, okay, that's actually fair. Uh, I really like the original Evil Dead. I think it's a great horror movie. Mm. Somehow, I don't think I've ever seen Evil Dead 2 or Army of Darkness. Those just escaped me. I saw the Evil Dead remake that they did like 2013. It's one of the scariest, most fucked up, and goriest movies I've ever seen in my fucking life, and I loved it. Oh, okay. It's unrelentingly disturbing. <laughs> uh, oh. I don't know if I can see that one. It, it's fun to watch at home. Uh, okay. Why? But yeah. Just because then I can be like, oh, God, that's kind of gross. Uh, and walk out of the room. Um, okay. But no, Doc Strange 2. It just, so good. Just absolutely loved I, it. I popped huge for Black Bolt. Mm. I fucking love Black Bolt. I had forgotten that the Inhumans had a TV show. Yeah. Like, this got brought up at work. It ran for like three seasons. Mm. I had no idea. Like, um, so speaking of, so the cameos, right? Yes, 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 yes. So I felt like almost, almost unfairly, I felt like this movie was sold on the multiverse and the cameos, and you're going to see all these other characters. Yeah. And honestly, you really don't get a lot of that. Yeah. It's pretty minimal. But I think that I, I think it's a smart move marketing wise because they can't market this as a fucked up horror movie in the Marvel universe. Yeah, they have to market yeah. it as oh shit, Professor X is in this, mm-hmm. and he is, and it's good. It, it's it's interesting. Yeah, um, I said it'd be interesting. <laughs> I liked uh, somebody pointed out they had the the theme music from the X Men animated series play very quietly when he came on the. Or it's so yeah. It's so Danny Elfman. Yeah, and he, all, he did the music for the original Spider-Man trilogy. He did, and it's great. Danny Elfman fucking rules. He's very good, very fucking good. Oh, He's Sam. Sam, you're making a, you're making another superhero movie with Marvel. Well, mm-hmm. I'm getting in on this, right? Of course, you gotta have Sam Raimi and Danny Elfman. I also like the Professor X had his classic yellow hover chair thingy from the comics and the cartoons, mm-hmm. and like that's a good cl- throwback. Um, what is the name of the? Is it Captain Britannia? Brit- 
Peggy? I don't I don't know. Yeah, I don't know the actual name. Like that was cool to see. Uh the Black Bolt thing was very cool to see. I love I was like when he came on screen I was like they have to find a way for him to use his power without killing everyone. <laughs> Dude, uh so like I remembered him from reading the comic books, uh World War Hulk specifically. So I was like, "Oh shit." And because I had forgotten slash didn't know that the Inhumans had a TV show and he was on it. I was like, yeah. wow, I never thought I'd see that character on in the movie. So the big thing I want to talk about with all these cameos, though, mm-hmm. and I know you and me have discussed this off-air, in Deadpool 2, one of the best parts of that movie is Deadpool assembling a team of superheroes to fight the bad guys. Yeah. They go into battle and they are all just immediately murdered. Mm-hmm. Super fucking funny. Mm-hmm. Gruesome. Very gruesome. Gruesome, (laughs) I think someone goes into a fan blade in that or something. Someone goes into a wood chipper. That's what it is. That's what it is. That's what I'm thinking of. Yeah. Um, Jesus. This, though, I I literally, as this was progressing, because, spoiler, by the way, Scarlet Witch kills all of these fucking people that were having this fun time with these cameos. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I truly was like, are they just doing the thing from Deadpool 2, but instead of for comedy, this is... For horror purposes, because I maybe I don't know. I don't know. Just the idea of introducing all of these characters, people being like, "Oh, neat, dead." Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but there's a multiverse. There's a universe where they weren't dead. Sure, and they could be there too. <laughs> I, like, and um, I think I bitched about that a little bit when I was bitching about Morbius on this show what? About, about how like I feel like the multiverse thing is just. It's a smart move business-wise for Marvel because then it becomes a thing where it's like, you can do anything yeah, and just yeah. scrap it. <laughs> like, no shit, that doesn't count. Like, just go to another universe. Um, yeah. I think uh, Sony is doing the multiverse wrong. <laughs> I agree. Yeah, which is yeah. fascinating because of what I just said. You can do anything. <laughs> like, Yeah. <laughs> um, and they're really picking the wrong ones. It's depressing. Uh, anything else on Doc Strange? Uh, Doc Strange... No, I think I'm good. I think I've covered... We love the movie. Absolutely go see it if you haven't already. Yeah. Uh, if you can see it in 3D, oh, it benefits greatly from it that. It does. Yeah. The effects are great. The visuals are great. I actually think this is the best performance I've seen Benedict Cumberbatch as this character. Yeah. I... you, you Like... I feel like he had more to do. So yeah, to speak. yeah. Um, yeah, just great stuff. Absolutely loved it. Yes, Tom Braden. I I spent eighty five dollars on gas today. Mm. That is the only note I had on. <laughs> I just wanted to tell you and the people that I spent eighty five pissing, cunting. American dollars. I I am going four-wheeling tomorrow. Mm, I see. I'm, I'm your four-wheeler is in the back of your truck. I am loaded up and fucking ready to shred some dirt. After the week I've had, I need this. I'm going to have to fill up my truck at some point, and I'm going to have to sell a kidney. Um, <laughs> it's truly uh. dark, dark times. But hey, don't worry about it, because the oil companies are making record profits. So everything's fine. Yeah. <laughs> Everything is fine. They're just making billions. Um, and lastly, 
Just because I feel like I've forgotten about this. Mm. Tom, who's your favorite wrestler of all time? Probably Chris Jericho. Okay. See, that I was kind of in between that and like maybe Shawn Michaels, but I, I, I don't know. No, Shawn, Shawn's not... Like, we okay, we've often talked about the difference between favorite and best, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Top, okay, let's for, do For top me, Sean is the favorites. best wrestler of all time. Huh? Let's do top three favorites of all time. My top three favorites, and what's tragic is the people that I have to cut out of this list. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jericho, Orton, and probably Christian. Uh, mm-hmm. Th- th- you ask me that tomorrow, I know Jericho's staying at a spot... One or two of those other ones may change. You know what I mean? But like right here, right now, those mm-hmm. are my, that's my answers. Like those are the guys that I think I've learned, em- emulated, borrowed, stolen from the most. Okay. There was a time where I would have said Benoit, but like that's difficult to do now, obviously. Yeah. yeah, um, yeah. And for that matter, even just with the passage of time, like. I think a lot of his stuff just it keeps fading further and further away from my memories. But. My number one is always the same. Eddie? Yeah. Yeah. My two through five change all the time. Right. So right now, Eddie's number one, of course. Mm-hmm. Number two is probably like Kurt Angle right okay. now. Or Samoa Joe. I can't I I can't really Well yeah, because you, you get on kicks with guys where you just get Big time. Yeah. Big time. Like punk was Sure. At number two for the longest time. Yeah. And then he returned, and now he's not at number two. I don't know why that makes sense. Interesting. Um, it's not because he returned. I don't know. It's yeah. Just, I don't know. Anyway, um, another guy that comes to mind, Alex Shelley. Yeah, yeah. There was Big a time, time where me. I would have put him in my top three for sure. Uh, yeah, like, now, when it comes to, like, best, though... I'm always going to put Shawn Michaels as the best professional wrestler Mm -hmm, because mm -hmm. I think that he does everything great and yeah like like I I feel confident I could show a Shawn Michaels match to a non-fan and they would be engaged okay that's fair um are we ready to do this thing now uh we can okay Guys, wait. What? How? How far are we? Oh, we, oh we've no. we've blown the doors off our previous record. Oh Guys, my god! At the fifty and a half minute mark, we are talking about the second ever episode of Monday Night Raw. I titled this in my notes: First Ever Raw Part Two, the mm-hmm. sequel. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, if you're a longtime fan of the show, you know that we covered the first ever Raw several months back um, there's several things on this that I, I am so angry about because they're not there mm-hmm. We I was promised Woody Allen versus Mia Farrow and they didn't even pissing mention it I, I literally got to the end of the show and I was like where is my Woody Allen versus Mia Farrow match and only then did I realize they didn't say a fucking word about it God damn it. God damn it. My my first note on this just says 45 minutes. Okay. Yeah. Okay, that's that's great. I'm a fan of short wrestling shows. In general, I truly am. Yeah. And I'm not saying that just for the sake of this podcast. Like my favorite NXT was when it was an hour show. Yeah. And then <laughs> the show happens. So uh, so many 
fucking things happen. This this in, show in a span of four seconds. By the way, when I watched this, I was not drunk. I was not high. I Neither felt like high. I felt like I had eaten a pound of shrooms and acid or something. <laughs> There's this is more insane than the first one was. Okay, which is yeah. shocking. My mom's trying to call me. I'm not answering this. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Oh, oh. Uh, <laughs> like it—it's batshit insane to me. Just because, like, especially because they, the way that Raw was done these first several months last years, yeah, especially in the, this Manhattan Center thing, they—they they taped like a month at a time. <laughs> so there hasn't even. No time truly has elapsed from the first episode to this episode. Okay. This one is... I don't know if you felt this way. I th- I was like, this is 50 times more insane than the first I one. I thought it was right around on par. Maybe I just don't remember that first one that well, but I was I like, know. this is fucking batshit. Rob Bartlett rips up a picture of Bob Heenan. Thank God. And then, immediately after that, Repo Man... Attacks Randy Savage. Dude. And steals his hat. Which is not what a Repo Man does. It's not. So, our dear friend, Cole Havens. Yeah. Whom you guys may remember from all the way back, like, a year ago, from our Red Ranker and Show 4 and SummerSlam 89. I'm sorry. Episodes. He's my go-to guy for, like, wrestling from the 80s and 90s, right? Like, that's his wheelhouse. I'm messaging him. I'm like, bro, I just saw Repo Man for the first time. Like, I'm aware of this character. I've never watched any of his shit. Yeah. And he's like, yeah. And I go, yeah, it's the second episode of Raw. And even he said, oh, man, those first few months of Raw are crazy because they have all the hokey characters that are still there from the 80s, but they're trying to transition into a TV product. And I'm like, this is unbelievable. What I'm saying That makes right now. so much sense, though, and I've never even thought of that. I hadn't either. That kind of, honestly, it blew my mind when he explained that yeah, so yeah, succinctly yeah. to me. Because I was like, holy fuck. Like, yeah, I can see how some of these characters would work much better for a live show. Or or even a syndicated show. Which, I want to talk about syndicated shows later. Okay. But like, you, you know what I mean? Like, it's a different product or whatever. Yeah. And then now it's like, I was like, oh my god. But yeah, he just fucking waffles Savage. Yeah. Takes his hat, which, as you pointed out, is not what a repo man would do. Mm-hmm. If Savage was making payments on that <laughs> hat and had had become delinquent in doing so. <laughs> How expensive can a hat be? I like the idea of once a month, I'll just give you a dollar. Oh no! I think the, I like the idea better that it's a twenty thousand dollar hat. Okay. Yeah, that's even, yeah, <laughs> that is better. You, Savage, you swore you were going to make twenty payments of nine ninety nine ninety nine. That's an awful deal. The interest is due. Uh, uh, oh my god! I, like I, I, the first minute of this show. I was like, I can't watch this right now. That siren. That siren (laughs) is going off the whole time. I'm like, I'm going to have a fucking aneurysm. (laughs) I love the siren, dude. It's so dumb. The the Bartlett thing. Vince. Just Vince being Vince at this era. Yeah. Oh, my. Like, it's... 
Oh, and then, okay, the hardest I laughed at this, though. Okay. There was an odd shot from, like, a little ways back, right at the end after um, Repo Man had, like, bludgeoned Macho Man <laughs> and stolen his hat. A lot of man. Repo Man, Macho Man. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And stolen his hat. <laughs> Where the, the camera just off to one side. You could see the ring girl just walking around the ring with a sign-up as though nothing has happened. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But she's not in. The, she's not fully in the shot. Just like kind yeah, of yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> Amazing. I, I could, just the idea of just being like, "LOL, it's Monday Night Raw. The Repo Man just attacked Savage and took his hat." Uh, oh my god! So, I got a lot of thoughts about this hat thing later too. Uh, okay, but then this first match, uncut, uncooked, uncensored. Mm-hmm. Show is heavily censored. Um, but up first, we've mm-hmm. got other dear friend of the show, Bucky Collins' favorite wrestler, Terry, Terry Taylor, Taylor, dude, the Red Rooster. I, I mean, he really was just blatantly trying to be Ric Flair. You know what's funny is the moment that I saw him come out, I was like, "Oh man!" And I immediately flash back to some of the best vitriol that's ever been on this show, honestly, yeah. from Bucky about Terry Taylor. Yeah, and then like, he, didn't oh, he rant yeah. about Tito Santana, too? No, that was Cole. I think oh, Cole's the one okay, who doesn't like okay. Tito Santana, because that, that also then happens. But, like, good God. Um, but, yeah, so Terry Taylor comes out and I was like, oh, fuck, it's Bucky's favorite. And this was the first time I really got what Bucky was bitching about, because, yeah. holy shit, Dude. man. I mean, this he's not being the Red Rooster here. No. They're just calling him. There, there's nothing Rooster but, happening. But, like, he's just... Bla- he j- God damn it. But it's him against Kurt Hennig, Mr. Perfect. And I was like, my well, note, you know what? My note is Ro- Red Rooster versus Almost Red Rooster. <laughs> Ships that pass in the night, y'all. Um, so I, I... I actually ended up liking this match. But I think it's... Very heavily because of Kurt Hennig. Yes, <laughs> that's exactly what my notes say. There was um, a lot of stuff in it, like, so far as, like, ideas and concepts that I really liked. Anytime that Terry Taylor was just being a coward, I was like, okay, good, give me more of that, because it made Perfect look like a badass. It also made me realize how, and I've always thought and known this, how badly Dolph Ziggler has wanted to be Kurt Hennig. Okay. I'll never not see it. I've seen it for a long time. Moves, bumps the same way. Like, it's crazy. Hennig okay. is so good. This my, made my, me want to watch I'm gonna more read, I'm going to read three notes in a row here. Mr. Perfect was so good. Mm-hmm. Terry Taylor was not good. Mm-hmm. Bobby Heenan is still not in the building. <laughs> he is still not in the building. No. they do... Calls over this. They have like. I love on. this. See, I did too, but I'm like, what's happening here? Dude, the idea that Bobby Heenan would call them over the phone and bitch and moan about not being allowed in the building the previous week, but then not being there that yeah. week as well. But uh, I even like the one they do later with Shawn Michaels. Oh, I love that too, like, yeah. I would like, this is awesome. Uh, I have a note here that just says, God damn, Terry Taylor sucks. <laughs> Uh, uh, I have Rob here. Bartlett won't stop talking about his fucking car. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of car is it? I but that that I don't think ever even gets brought up. It's just have you seen my car out there? <laughs> Give us anything. Repo man. 
I, I kn- He's still referencing Repo Man. Yes, I know. And I know that this gets paid off at the end of the show. But the whole time I was like, Rob, why are you doing this? I, it, it was <laughs> Why would you say that realistically? I don't know. Like, that's that was my hang-up with it. Um, I know here says, despite Terry Taylor's best efforts, this is pretty good. <laughs> uh, yeah, I really did like it. Um, I also love that when Hina was on the phone, he still managed to plug that he hosted the syndicated show. Because mm. mm-hmm. he said something about, like, Barley, you would never do this to my face in the studio for WWF Superstars. It airs every Saturday night, blah, blah. And I was like, okay. That was that was excellent. My note here just says Terry Taylor is going so far to try to look like Ric Flair that he's even trying to look old. <laughs> like he's looks like he's trying to look old. Uh, they bring up the Repo Man attacking Savage while Heenan is on the phone, and Heenan had this line that I couldn't stop laughing about. I had to write it down where he just says he's going to repo your career. Which I'm like, what? <laughs> huh? <laughs> it starts with car, though. Oh my god! <laughs> He's gonna take just the rear of your car. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna repo your car rear. <laughs> Holy I, I don't, shit! <laughs> yeah. Um, I feel like I'm funny today. You're, you're, you're batting a thousand right now. Um, there's some interference here from actual Ric Flair. Yeah. That the the referee is having some sort of a dissertation with Terry Taylor doing this because I feel I felt like Perfect and Flair almost ran a match dude, on the outside. I, forever forever dude. Uh, so I expected him to hit like a move, something devastating, yeah, and then no. roll. No, they fucking lock up and yeah. chain. And shit. <laughs> Not really. Shoot you off into the guardrails. Come back, tackle me on the floor, brother. Drop down, leave drop frog, down. You run up. up the ramp. Come back. <laughs> fucking. Oh my god, dude. Uh, okay, so the finish here. Uh, Flair shit cans perfect back into the ring. Mm-hmm. Terry Taylor hooks him for a suplex of some sorts. But, oh no, Hennig reverses and hits the perfect plex. Mm-hmm. Great move. Perfectly done. Finish. I was like, okay. I like that. I, I actually did enjoy this yeah. match. Uh, I like to, that. To your, to your point, despite Terry Taylor's best <laughs> efforts, this was enjoyable to watch. Yeah. It's one of my favorite uh, things we got from Bucky. Oh, man. During the... Again, <laughs> we're going to be bringing up... Whenever we talk about this era, I feel like we're going to bring up the SummerSlam 89 mm-hmm. episode a lot. Mm-hmm. But uh, despite Wait, Ultimate I think Warrior's it was about, Yeah, it was efforts. about Warrior. No matter how hard he tried, Rick Rude was going to have a good match with him. <laughs> yeah, something like that. Despite um, your best efforts, <laughs> that match was really good. Anyway, um, after this, we've got a, there, a there commercial. Was, there was a lady in, in a ring Oh yeah, w- with a long ass. Yeah, <laughs> as was the style at the time. Yeah, yeah. I brought that back because for some reason... <laughs> Your rant about how asses used to be long, oh yeah, is still really funny to me. No, such is the way in the nineties, man. Like it just the, sounds the, so weird to say, but it makes perfect sense, especially when you see them. <laughs> like this woman's ass crack starts at her shoulder blades. It's crazy. Uh, Jesus. There's a commercial for Ico Pro here. Yes. This was also interesting to me because I was like, okay, I know that basically this was being funded and made by the. WWF. Yeah. I understand that. 
Then there's a commercial for Slim Jim mm-hmm. with Savage. Mm-hmm. I would love to know what the contractual agreements of this were because, like, Savage had that deal with Slim Jim, right? So, and then when he left and he went to WCW, he took that deal with him. Mm. These commercials are still on the fucking network, which is now on Peacock. What is the legal deal with that? Like, is that know. something where it's like, if you show Randy Savage, you got to play this for eternity? Like, they're still advertising Slim Jims off of shit from fucking 30-some-odd years ago. I don't know. I have no idea. Even in uh, if you watch WCW when they would have, like, the Slim Jim ring posts and yeah. the shit on the ring canvas, I'm like, good lord, like... Uh, fuck. Um, after this, we've got Vince interviewing Brett. Mm-hmm. Uh, one real quick note. The Winged Eagle Bell. What's your take on it? I like it. I do, too. It's it's, it's classically Cromulent Very belt. traditional. Yeah, I'm an, undis- yep. I'm, an, I'm an undisputed championship guy. No, we've talked about it. I love the undisputed championship. That belt I, looked good on everyone who held it. Which was tragically few people. Yeah. Yeah. But I looked them all up. It looked good on it. Triple H, Hogan, Taker, Rock, Brock, Eddie, Bradshaw, Cena being the last. Did you say Angle? No. When did Angle have the undisputed belt? Uh, I don't remember. I looked. No, I don't think. Hang hang on. No, I can actually track this one. Jericho had both titles going to Mania 18. Mm-hmm. Triple H beats him. That's when they debut the Undisputed Belt. Okay. So. Oh, no. They just kept it around. No. Huh? Hang on. So, okay. Triple H was the first. He dropped it to Hogan. Hogan dropped it to Taker. Taker dropped it to Rock. Rock dropped it to Brock. Brock dropped it to Big Show. Mm. That's right. Big Show dropped it to Angle. Angle dropped it back to Brock. Brock and Angle traded it once or twice. Brock loses it to Eddie. Then Eddie loses it to JBL. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I cut out almost a full year there. And then... Yeah, I was like, what? And then JBL dropped it to Cena. He would have been the last one. Yeah. Yeah. And it looked good. It did. With everyone who held it. Yeah. I Imagine if more people I'm had held it. I'm pretty impressed that I was able to correct and get that right the that was second good. time. Yeah, that was good. That was good. I'll give you that. Um, so, this interview, though, mm-hmm. I, I, it's fine. I just have never... I don't often think that Brett's a good promo. Yeah. Like, I don't even want to get into the Brett Hart shit. It's been done to death, but like... Uh, I my notes on this exactly are as follows. <clears throat> I can't tell if I like this promo or not. I don't think I do. In fact, I don't. I dislike this promo. The only thing that I got out of this was referencing Stu Hart being yeah. 78 years old here, which means that he was 2,000 years <laughs> old the last time he appeared on WWF TV. Uh, but, uh, I also then thought about like some of the guys having their Stu Hart joke of just, oh, yeah, he's got you in a headlock there. Why don't you just shoot the fucking bastard? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Why don't you yeah. just pull a gun and beat him to death? Um, it was whatever. So, and then there was... Okay, this 
fucking shattered okay. Okay. my mind. My next note, and I'm so glad I remember, I'm so glad we're both wound up. My next note just says, what a bizarre promo. Dude. I, okay, so I see Paul Paul Bear come on. Okay, yep. and I type, I, I go down and I type, here's Paul Bear, and by the time I look up, I'm like, I have to type what the fuck he just said. Because that didn't just happen. So this is Paul Bear and Undertaker in, like, just some nondescript setting, like a backstage promo thing in front of a screen. I didn't take notes on the dialogue, so I'm going to lean on you for that. I don't remember what Paul Bear said. Paul Bear, in essence, says something. And I was like, wait, what is this? And it's a... I rewound a, it. A plug for Headlock for Hunger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a, a food drive or whatever for mm-hmm. impoverished people that need food. Yeah. But Undertaker says... No, no one, one should starve to death. Yeah, that's what I. That's what I. I I was I, thunderstruck. I was like, "What are <laughs> huh?" Like, I wrote down. I'm like, my note here just says he talks about people dying of starvation in Somalia. That's what it that's is. Yeah, that's, that, that's what, what it is. I was it, expecting. Yeah, I, I at forgot. All. Yeah, I heard Somalia. Oh, yeah. I'm like. Okay. Yeah. We're gonna get a promo from Paul Bear about the Undertaker and how great he is, and that's not what happened. No. Yeah. You're right. I'd forgotten it was for Somalia. At first, I didn't even think it that the reference was like an an ad for something. Yeah. I still thought it was like I'm like, how's he gonna tie this? (laughs) (laughs) Interesting take there, big man. Uh, I was like, how's he gonna tie this back around? They're starting this promo with talk of Somalia. Let's get to that Royal Rumble. <laughs> I could not believe it, dude. Yeah, this was yeah. so weird. Um, My next just note bizarre. just says long ass. <laughs> just, just. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so then uh, after this, we've got Marty Jannetty versus a jobber whose name they said several times that I couldn't catch any time. Did, I didn't catch it once. I, I will die they, not knowing they, who that is. They said it so many times, and every time it's like, huh, what? I just didn't get it. Um, Marty Jannetty. This is probably right around the time he was making someone disappear in the Chattahoochee River. Um, <laughs> of course, yeah, yeah. Might yeah. fuck his daughter. Um, oh, did you ever no. see that one? I think so. Where he posted a picture of like some young woman mm-hmm. and was like, "Oh my god, guys, she's so hot. Imagine if like you were talking to her and then you found out she was your daughter. You still would, wouldn't you?" And everyone was kind of like, first of all, what?" <laughs> Second of all, no, but also, what? <laughs> it was a really fucking weird thing, even for him. Tom. I hated this match. Just for a second. I need you to turn the ceiling fan off. I'm cold. Oh. Um, <laughs> I don't know if I know how. What? Pull a cord. Yeah. Is it this one? I think so. Wait a minute. There you go. That's your big boy? Yeah. Yeah, that I'm so cold. That's bonkers. I don't know why. It's so weird. Anyway, so... I did not like this Sean match. was on the phone during this match. Oh, that's and what... And that, that was is immensely that was entertaining. Yes. But the match is very not. Uh, Sean said something about... Uh, it was something along the lines of, the reason I betrayed Char- Marty Jannetty is because he's dumb. And I'm going to win the match against him at the Rumble because he's dumb. And I was like, oh, man. <laughs> this isn't great. Um, yeah, it had a couple lines I did like. But, I, uh, I'm, yeah. 
Um, so, let me sum up this match. Hmm. Marty Jannetty, the face, right? Mm-hmm. Beats the shit out of this guy. <laughs> slowly. <laughs> for 25 minutes. <laughs> and then just pins him. Yeah, I don't even... <coughs> excuse me. I don't even remember what the finish was. It, it wasn't. <laughs> he just fucking wins. He The dude's down during the shine. Yeah. And he pins him. Amazing. But it was 25 pissing minutes long. Oh, my God. God. It felt like it. It was terrible. I, I don't have this. the match times for this. I didn't look them up. Yeah. Um, so they do this. Okay. The, the, this this doink, next thing. Doink and crush shit, right? Unbelievable. I had forgotten about that on the last episode. Mm-hmm. But now, now I remember. I uh, I have two notes on this segment, but take us, take us through the segment. Okay, so Please. the segment is they they Vince says something about brings up the Doink and Crush situation and mm-hmm. mentions taking his arm off and beating him with it. We'll try to get that that uh, footage to you soon. And oh, then they apparently apparently play. we have it yeah. now. Yeah, like. <laughs> And then they play this footage where Doink has a mannequin arm in a sling. Yeah. That's very clearly not a real arm. Oh, big time. And the, he's, the he's skin giving, tone he's doesn't even quite give, match. <laughs> he's trying to give Crush a flower. Right. For 78 years, they stand like this. Uh huh. And he finally takes the flower and right. like, he accept, accepts his apology. Sure. And as he's walking away and looking at the flower. Doink he does. He does hand the flower to a fan. He oh, hands, okay. he hands it to some kid in the front row. Okay, and it's like all right. And as soon as he hands it and starts to walk away, that's when he takes his fucking mannequin <laughs> arm off, and his coat comes off. It's like this dramatic uh-huh. thing, and he just <laughs> just bludgeons <laughs> Crush with this dude. He hits him so hard in oh, the fucking dude. brainstem. It's- I haven't so many times. I haven't seen a bludgeoning like that since the Batman. Um, fucking, th- this was the commentators are calling this by the way as if Doink took off his literal. They keep arm. saying he took his own arm off <laughs> and beat him with his it. actual arm, which would have been great. How uh, badass would you be? I, my two notes on this: Doink murdered Crush with his own arm, which is the quote they use, which also makes it sound like Doink took Crush's arm. And beat him with it. Yeah, yeah. Which was so cool. But this one quote from Vince during this. Okay. I I I laughed. <laughs> it, it hurt. He literally at one point says, and then doink this alleged clown. <laughs> alleged. What, what? what is the allegation? <laughs> we, we allege the clowning. Like... Uh, Doink, we have allegations <laughs> against you that you are, in fact, a clown. Doink, you've been canceled. There are allegations <laughs> against you of clowning. <laughs> God damn it. Dude, I... I, I oh, man. And it then tickled they me say so on much. commentary... Yeah. ...that the arm was filled with lead. Oh, Savage says that. Savage... Yeah, I heard... I heard on the street that that arm was filled with lead. I hope my buddy Crush comes back okay. Like, he's dead. He got also, hit in the neck with also, lead. <laughs> oh, God, man, that got me. Uh, also, that just means that 
Doink is very strong because he's walking around with this piece of lead yeah, Doink- strapped to his neck in a sling. Dude, he's he never skips neck day, dude. <laughs> oh, you got to do those neck squats, Doinker. <laughs> Doinker? That's what they call him in the gym when he's getting that jacked neck to carry that lead arm around. Ugh. Uh. I'm going to beat a man with an arm full of lead. Also, they didn't God. need to make it seem more deadly. They like, didn't need that, to. They that, didn't need to go further. It looked... It actually could have been plastic. Like it hurt. Yeah. He could have just said, yeah, beat him to death with a wooden arm. Like, it... Oh, man. Fucking hell, dude. Oh, okay. This is an unbelievably deep pull. Slight tangent for me to go on, but it's just saying wooden arm there made me remember this thing. Um, the show Rocco's Modern Life. Mm-hmm. I, there was one episode of it that was very funny, but even for that show, weird, because it was like a horror movie type of thing, but it was... They're, they're out on a boat fishing. Yeah. Rocco and Heifer get to the boat. The guy's going to take him out fishing. <laughs> and he's got two wooden legs that he's walking on. And two wooden arms with hooks. And eye patches over both eyes. And they, yeah. they get in the boat and they go out over the, over the like into the ocean. And Rocco says something about like... Uh, so what happened to your legs? And the line is just something. Like, it's been a hard life, my boys. Wooden legs, wooden arms, wooden eyes too. And he pulls the patches up and has two like little stumps shoved into his eye sockets. <laughs> Gosh, dude. that's so good. Oh fuck. Uh, <laughs> um, so they do some more Repo Man, Macho Man shit. Oh wait, hang on, because there's an ad for Mania. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which makes it... The people in the ad... Because the idea is supposed to be that it's a Saturday morning show. Yeah. The parents at the beginning of this ad look like they want to die. <laughs> because their kids are like, LOL, it's Saturday morning, yay! And their, They're their jumping parents on look, the bed. Yes, and their parents are like in their bathrobes. They, look, they have like bloodshot eyes. They look tired. And they are just sitting at the kitchen table... <laughs> Hoping there's arsenic in their cereal, like this yeah, is, yeah, it such a strange thing. By the end of it, though, they're like, "Wow, this is great!" But like, mm-hmm. okay, then this Repo Man interview. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I okay. I don't know. <laughs> I I don't know either. But you know what I took from this that I could not stop laughing about as well. Hmm. What the Repo Man thing. If you look at it through the right lens, it's very funny because it doesn't make yeah. any sense. Yeah. He's literally just talking about how great it is that he attacked Savage and took his hat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. then is trying to at some point like deny it or something where it's like, Yeah, it was great and they're like, Well he's gonna come after you. Oh, he better not and it's like, What? Well then why'd you do that? I wanna fight the Macho Man and Macho Man is like, Yeah, I'll fight you and he goes, No, you don't wanna fight me. Like <laughs> what what are your motivations here, Repo? I don't know. Dude, okay, so then Macho Man joins in. Yeah. Because they are able to talk to each other. Mm-hmm. And they there's a delay, and I can tell because it sounds like a CNN news panel, people talking right, over right, each right. other. And What's going on out there sentence. in the field, Hutch? One of my favorite things that happens on like news panels with a delay is when you get the people that are both going, What are you? What? <laughs> what are you? Oh, no, no, you first. What? Are you? What? Are you? I, <laughs> I hear you. What? Are you? you? No. What? Are you? What are you? you talk. What? Yeah. You talk? Me? Utah. No, Utah. I've been there. What? Where? Utah. Me? <laughs> uh, 
Oh, I want that to be a new bit on this show of us doing CNN news correspondence. Oh, dialogue. God. Um, okay, the the thing in this where, again, I was, like, mind-blown about this. Hmm. I stole Macho Man's hat. It's your prized possession. And Savage literally says, I don't care about that hat. I don't want to get hit from me. They go back and forth on the importance of this hat. Mm-hmm. Repo Man says it's important to him. Bartlett says it's important to him. Vince says it's important to him. I can't. I tried to count somewhere around three to five times. Macho Man says, well, "I don't care about that hat." Repo Man literally says it's your most prized possession, and Macho Man responds immediately and just says, well, "I don't care about that." <laughs> what the fuck? And like, also, at one point, Macho Man says, "My head's cold." My head's cold. Yes, because that sequined cowboy hat is what's warming your fucking head. Also, how cold is it in the building? Turn on the heat, ass. <laughs> like, it's the thing where I was like, did you guys have, like, maybe a conversation about what is <laughs> the, just the relevance and importance of the hat? Yeah. The, does it matter or does it not? Because I, the fan, need to know. Okay. It means shit to me. <laughs> like, I can give fuck all about the hat. They can make me care about the hat. Sure. Just say, yes, this is my favorite hat. I yeah. can sympathize with a favorite hat. I have a favorite hat. Everyone has a favorite hat. If somebody fucking took mine, I'd beat them and their families to death. Like, I'll never fuck with my hat. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to steal your hat. I'm, I'm going to fucking feed your feet to you. <laughs> <laughs> That's a new one. I've never heard that one before. Um. So, okay. Is it, how about this? Yeah. Oh wait, we have a, a Razor Ramon promo. We do. I remember liking it. It was fine. It was good. I remember liking it. I can't gold on my what... fingers. Gold yeah, on my yeah. neck. Gold on my waist. Throws the toothpick. Uh, yeah, I like. I almost sim- said throws it's so simple. Yeah, but I almost I love said it. throws the paper clip, which would <laughs> not have been as intimidating. A paper clip hanging out. Maybe <laughs> it's more intimidating. Yeah, he's chewing on a paper. Chewing clip. on a paper clip, dude. Hmm. Yeah, maybe that's more intimidating. Anyway, so they do that. Then, do you know what they do, Tom? They hype the rumble. They run through some of the participants. Like they did on the first episode. And at this point, I walked out of the room and probably pissed. You couldn't fill 45 minutes. Nope. Uh, So then, I think after this, though, Savage goes out in the street, right? Yeah. Savage, this whole show, is running back and forth to and from the ring. Yeah, yeah. Um, he's out in the street trying to fight the, the the Repo Man, and I don't think anything comes of it. He's just not there. No, he's just not there. But, by the way, <laughs> Mean Gene says those are some of the, the, the... That was just a look at some of the more prominent names in the Royal Rumble. Right. Berserker? <laughs> prominent names? <laughs> what? <laughs> Uh, my next note just says it's funny because we've touched on it several times already just says these ring girls are okay that yeah. there's no there's yeah, no okay, nothing okay. I was waiting for the after yeah, this yeah, I like that we've got El Matador Tito Santana Cole Haven's favorite mm-hmm. versus Flair <laughs> I was like oh shit alright cool love it same uh, is this the worst commentary team ever 
I don't know. I'm not as mad about it. What 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 was bothering you? It's just awful. I don't know why I'm able to tune this one out. That's that's could, amazing to me. I couldn't between Savage talking about how much he doesn't care about his hat, Bartlett talking about his fucking car, and Vince just sounding like Abraham Simpson. I I was like this this is going to make me fucking throw up. Especially when like Flair is being Flair in the ring. I actually like this match. This match rules, kind of. Um, I liked it a lot, but like Flair hits a beautiful knee drop in this. Oh yeah, like I like the one with the roll, but this sure. one looked exceptional. Um, Hebner counts way too fucking fast. Yeah, I I kind of think and the that commentary a lot of the- team even brought it up. I felt like a lot of the pins from this era were very quick. And I, I'm not Just, quite sure why. There's there's I counted three shoot you off shoulder tackle. Oh. Oh three of them. Um uh, there's at some point in this there's a hell of a back body drop. Flair reaches on every single bump he takes in this match. Yeah. Badly. I was worried for his arm. I really was. This would have been post plane crash flair, so like that's just he always did. Okay. You always notice that like he would uh especially like even years past this, he'd always take a back body drop and it'd always land on his side. Okay. And it, it always looked not good. But like that's just the way he bumped afterwards. He's still bumping. Did you see this shit? Dude. Him and Jay Lethal in the ring fucking training and doing shit. This can't lead to anything that is broadcast live. No, no, nobody's going to touch him with a fucking 40-foot pole. Fucking suplex this man takes. Yeah. Body slam this man takes. Uh-huh. What are we doing? Uh, this, 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 I do not know. Like, I don't... Part of me is like, okay, if it's fun for you, that's cool. I, I would advise against it for your health sake, but if that makes you happy, cool. Do your deal. It can't go further than this, Rick. You're not having another match. <laughs> no. Please, God, no. Um, That's it. Um, I have a note here that says Rob Bartlett should be sued. I don't know what for, but he should be. Uh, oh, my God. So this match doesn't go to a finish, right? Because Hinnick comes out, and him and Flair just fucking... Beat yeah, the shit yeah. out of each other all the way to the back. Yes. Um, Flair, then, in a very, in my mind, a pretty fucking good intense promo, challenges yeah. Hennig, loser leaves town, mm-hmm. and then they fight more, and then Hennig is at the mic, and he accepts. So I was like, oh, wow. Okay, cool. That that alone makes me want to see... Big time. Episode three. Big time. We didn't get any Woody Allen. We didn't get any Mia Farrow. You fucking assholes. You astards. You bassholes. Even if you came up with a bullshit fuck excuse that it couldn't happen. Also, again... Just they, mention it. They taped this all together. So it wasn't like they aired the yeah. first episode and then they were like, oh shit, this isn't working. They had it in the can. What the fuck? God damn it. Um, God damn it. And then at the end of the show, it is revealed that Repo Man took Bartlett's car. <laughs> and also that Bartlett drives... Uh, you know how that, you know that payoff like would have been GMC way better? Jimmy. 
Hmm. You know how that payoff would have been way better? What's that? If he had not never asked where my has anyone seen my car? Yes. If he if the end of the show had just been him going, wait a minute, that's, that's my, my car. car. How much In- better? Infinitely. I never even thought of that. Yes. God damn it, guys. I said my 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 my, my note here says I want to watch Flair and Perfect next week. Damn it. I kind of do too. Like, cause you know that's going to be fantastic. Yeah. Um, what do you th- this? That's the end of this, right? Yeah, that's okay. the end. What did you think overall? Um, it's so strange. Mm-hmm. Um, the the ups are very up and the downs are very down for me overall. To me, this is going to be a recommend. This is. I think this is a better episode than episode one. I do too. Uh, it's I think the, the same. The, I feel like I feel like personally, it's like around the same amount of strange, but interesting. Flair and perfect. Even if it's dumb, Repo Man and Macho Man, these are two sure. things that they've actually built for next week. I think also... Which the, is more than... I think that the in-ring is much better on this episode oh, than the first time. one. Big time. Like, Taker and Damien Demento was very bad. <laughs> uh, it, but, I mean, Flair and uh, El Matador was very good. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. God damn it, what was the... Janetti uh, and that guy was not good. That was bad. Skip yeah. that. Um, Hennig and Terry Taylor... Was very yeah. good, so you know. To me, there's there's more positive here than there is negative. I I just for some reason I felt like this one was just like cranked up on the insanity. But maybe it's just because I was fascinated by Repo Man. Yeah, maybe. Um, yeah. I don't know. That's all I got. I guess. Yeah. Where are we at right now? Hour half. About see, standard. See, see that exactly. That's why we had to load that front the half. Load, the front half was so loaded. But it was good. Good bit of business in the guest room. Thank you, thank you. Um, that's, that's one of the, that's the Tomism I picked up. Good bit of business? Yeah. yeah. Uh, I actually tweeted that the other day, and I was like, oh no. <laughs> I am be- I am become death. <laughs> Destroyer of worlds. Um, yeah, so let's plug some stuff real quick and then get out of here. Is that my alarm? Is that your alarm? It is not. Um, okay. Uh, is that a car alarm? Is your car being repoed right now? Oh my god, it's Repo Man. Repo Man, you son of a bitch. Get the fuck away from my stuff. Get away from my car. Get away from my other car. Get away from my other other car. Get away, Get away from, from my four-wheeler. Get away from his car. You fucking fuck. What are we?